So one summer, uh, myself and another priest brother of mine, we were visiting a fairly uh, fairly poor village in, in Slovakia. Uh, it was a village with a lot of a lot of gypsies, so a lot of family problems, a lot of uh, poverty. And uh, so we visited this this one house, and we were actually gasping for a drink. It was, it was a fairly warm day, and you're talking all the time, and you're you know, maybe kicking a bit of ball with the kids outside, and then you come in absolutely gasping for a drink. And um, so they said, would you like something to drink? And we said, ah, sure, yeah. So then um, just, well, you know, they turned on the tap, and what came out was a kind of a milky kind of a... Uh, yeah, they said, oh, would you like, oh, like coffee? Yeah, co- coffee. Coffee coffee would be great. Coffee would be fantastic. Uh, at least it's boiled, so a bit safer. Uh, so uh, out came the coffee. Again, you're, you're dying for a drink, not so much for a coffee, but more you just want a pint of something cold. But anyway, uh, not necessarily beer, I mean, but uh, you're just dying for a drink. And out came this coffee. So um, it, was, it was strong. It was, it, was, it was very, very strong. And it got stronger and stronger as you went down. And then I realized at the bottom that there was about a half an inch of coffee dust, so the coffee ground, 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 grounded co- ground coffee in the bottom. So then this confrere of mine who was there beside me didn't want to be rude and you know, leave something behind, so he just kind of swirls it, whoom, downs the whole lot, and it was just chalky, dry. And then, of course, then when he smiled, oh, indeed, did we laugh. Because uh, his teeth were just black, you know, uh, just black teeth and the whole lot. And then the mom came out and said, oh, no, you're not supposed to drink it. You're supposed to keep topping it up with water. It's, it's called the Turkish coffee. So you just keep adding water, you know, for the morning, really. That one coffee is supposed to do you for ages. So anyway, there we were, absolutely dying of the thirst and uh, 100% completely awake, like I've never been in my entire life before. I had like a higher state of consciousness, you know, <laughs> taking everything in. But... We begin. We felt this, you know. It's it's it, it, these are little good desires to have on occasion. The feeling of of wanting something or needing something. The feeling the feeling of of being in need. The feeling of of hunger or thirst. Right, because it's it's when we talk about our, our faith. One thing which is an absolute nail in the coffin to faith is to make it seem like just an optional extra, a bit of a bonus. If you want it, great. If you don't, we're all, we're all good anyway. But to actually experience a, a yearning for, for something, it's, it's actually a good experience. That's why when things are so comfortable for us today <clears throat> and we can have immediate entertainment and immediate satisfaction of our desires and just order food and order clothes and order whatever we want and it comes uh, more or less immediately, uh, we can lose the sense of, of, of expectancy and this, this, the, the importance of, of a period of preparation, which Advent is. So Advent is this period of preparation and it takes time. It's, it's four long weeks uh, of preparation for, for Christmas. And so what sh- should happen within us is an ever greater desire for God, a desire, a yearning, a hunger. And, and it's actually a good thing and if you've ever been in love as well, uh, one hopefully experiences something similar. That when, when you're with the person, you just want that moment to last forever. And I'm sure there are songs that say something similar, last forever. Um, and then when you're apart, it's like, it's like half of you is gone. You know, it's like, it's like the, the, you just got a kind of a sucker punch into the stomach and you're just kind of hanging until you see them again. And you see them, 
life comes back into your heart. Your yearning is over. There you are, big embrace, you know, and there you are, whole again. You complete me. Okay? So, but this, but then when, you, when, you, when you're apart and you get to stare, at, back in the day it was staring at a picture of the person. These days it's probably staring at their profile on Facebook or something, and you're staring at the picture going, someday we'll be back together. But yet you wouldn't have, while you're feeling kind of, I think that's called lovesick, or just sick, I don't know. Uh, while you feel kind of lovesick, uh, you actually wouldn't have it any other way. In the sense that if, if it's a choice between not knowing or loving that person at all, then I wouldn't have this feeling. Or having this feeling of lovesickness, which will be satisfied on, uh, this weekend when we meet up or this evening when she comes home or whatever it is. You wouldn't have it, you wouldn't have it any You don't want a cure for that. You don't want to be cured of lovesickness. You just want that person. And it's, 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 a, good, it's a good experience to have, to, to, to feel what, that, what that's like. To actually be in a kind, of a kind of a pain of separation, but you wouldn't have it any other way for the joy that you will have when you're reunited. Now, when we think of our relationship with God, often, how far are we from, from that kind of a, a lived relationship, from that kind of a, a yearning and a longing and an ache to be satisfied only by God? When we think of how, how our faith has been kind of just reduced to a kind of an optional extra, kind of marks certain occasions in your life, you know, when a baby's born, we get together, do a bit of a baptism, and the family gets together, and you know, we have a bit of a session afterwards and confirmation, well, that's graduation from primary school and, you know, the wedding, you know, it's good to get together, get the family together, nice church, you know what I mean, it looks great in the photos. Uh, but if, if that's what our faith is, then it's actually got nothing to do with God. It's actually got nothing at all to do with God. Nothing. Nothing to do with grace. Nothing to do with, with a life of happiness. Nothing to do with our, our journey towards heaven and the need that we have for his grace. <coughs> and so then we, we will not experience this, this yearning for God you might know if you've heard this psalm before definitely it's psalm, psalm 83, 84 um, I love it it's how lovely is your dwelling place Lord God of hosts my soul is longing and yearning yearning for the courts of the Lord my heart and soul ring out their joy to God the living God how happy are those who dwell in your house forever singing your praise. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. As children, during Advent, we get more and more excited, more and more wound up for Christmas. So much so that on the 22nd, you know, it's kind of hard to sleep. On the 23rd, it's getting a little bit hard to sleep. On the 23rd, you're getting kind of wired. On the 24th, I can't sleep, I can't sleep, I can't sleep, because Santi's coming, Santi, you know, and you're just wired, you know, because there's been such a long preparation for it, and now it's coming, now it's coming, you know, Santi's coming, the gifts, the whole lot. And this anticipation has been built up, and you're so excited. As adults, things change slightly, because Christmas becomes a period of, well, you know, preparation and, you know, work, gifts and baking Christmas cakes and decorating the house and it, it's more responsible but I think it's important to hold on to some of that childlike expectation but not for gifts not for Santi, not for any of that stuff but for what really counts 
And that is the Lord who fulfills my every desire. The Lord who fulfills my every desire. The desires I have for happiness. The desires I have for, for love. The desires I have for fulfillment. The desires I have for purpose. The Lord fulfills my every desire. And that's something that we're, we're preparing for in this season of Advent. So when the Lord comes, it might just be, it, might, it should not just be another day in the calendar. Or, yeah, it's nice, the family gets together, it's all good. But it should be a day in which we, we rediscover this, this joy of being united to the Lord. This joy of, of the, the, the lover and the beloved being reunited, so to speak. And in the meantime, let our, our yearning for him grow. Our yearning for the Lord. Our ache to be united with him. If we begin to experience our faith like that, then everything about our church is so much more fulfilling. Every sacrament, every period of prayer, every encounter with the Lord is so much more fulfilling. Lord Jesus, increase our longing for you. Increase our desire for you. We ask this also through the prayers of Our Lady and St. Joseph. Our Lady who carried him for nine months without seeing him, knowing he was there, but couldn't see him, couldn't, couldn't touch him, couldn't hold him yet. And then on Christmas Day, that, that hope, that joy is completely fulfilled. Lord Jesus, increase our yearning, our ache for you. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us for uh, this homily via YouTube, via our live stream or via the various podcasts. Uh, thank you so much for, for being part of our extended family, uh, wherever you may be. Uh, if these have helped you in some way, if they have they've blessed you, if they've helped you uh, in your faith in some way, in order to uh, facilitate our mission and, and, and encourage our mission, allow our mission to continue, uh, you might consider uh, maybe donating towards a holy family mission, towards our formation of our young people here in uh, a place near Clonmel uh, in County Tipperary in, in Ireland. So if you wish, you can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie, and there's a donate tab there, and we greatly appreciate any help that you can give us. Obviously, we'd be delighted for your prayers as well. Please do pray for us. Uh, this is not just <coughs> a battle against flesh and blood but also obviously we're engaged in a whole spiritual battle here as well so we need your help uh, on the spiritual front as well as on the material front in order to to allow our mission to continue so thank you so much for your for your generosity and for your support and be assured of our prayers especially on wednesday when we offer our mass and our prayers for all of our friends and benefactors so god bless you and we'll hopefully see you or hear you uh, on a future podcast or homily god bless